Hi, welcome to the podcast today. I had a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. Now they've all escaped me. So we'll do, maybe we'll do a bunch of little things. Where's our intro music? I can hear you. Don't have headphones on. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, I, it's the Harry Styles song. Um, oh. Which makes me want to ask you, uh, how deep did you go into any Taylor Swift stuff over the weekend? Um, I didn't. I didn't even dip my toe in the water. So. Not a fan. Not interested. Um, I'm sure I'll. I will. I. I never go out of my way to listen. I'm sure I will enjoy it as I like the music comes up. If that makes any sense. So sure. As songs hit the radio or what, like TikTok, and I'm like, oh, I kind of like that, and then find out it was on the Taylor Swift album. But no, I didn't even dip my toe in the water on that one. It, it's very good. It, Is it? It's That's very good. good. And. She doesn't have any more exes to sing about, so I guess it's happier. Somebody made a great point that she, she, her, her, and her overly imagined aggressive slights <laughs> will allow her to keep making music forever. I like, feel like no, but she's run out. Like she's gonna marry this guy, I'm sure, Joe, and then you're gonna run out of exes to sing about. Yeah, and I don't get the lyrics, so I don't know if there was a lot of hate at other people. I mean, she's got a list because it was Harry Styles, right? I think he's I Knew You Were Trouble. Um, John Mayer, who deservedly got things, because yeah. he is, from all accounts, a sleazeball. And the person I genuinely felt bad for was Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Because he was besieged by her her followers, yes. her followers who she sicks on people. Yeah. And he's not an internet dude. Like, he doesn't have a, a force he can come back with. That's true. That's Yeah, I remember that. I'm not a fan, um, so I really don't go out of my way to listen, but I also won't. Like, I'll bop my head to it. Haven't heard anything yet, though. Did, uh, you watch, you watched the Michael Jordan documentary from a couple of years ago, right? No. But you've seen the meme where he's holding the iPad? Yes. Th- that's her with almost anything. <laughs> I could say, Taylor, it's, it's too hot today, and she could do the Michael Jordan laugh. Yeah, it- Take it personally? Is that where that's going? Yes. Yeah, yeah. A thousand percent. And yeah. um, on the football game on Thursday night, Al Michaels, who has been broadcasting for my whole life and is very good mm-hmm. and doesn't really have slip-ups, he made some sentiment of, because Taylor was promoting on the Amazon Prime broadcast, and he said something to the effect of, every 14-year-old girl will be so excited about this. And the internet went after him. Why? That's accurate. Well, hold on. Because men and boys like her music, too. Uh, well, that, I mean, speaking about one isn't the absence of another. Right. I felt like that is extremely accurate. And she probably does have a larger like, fan base in young girls than, than um, boys, boy, sure. men, non-binary people. Like... It, can I tell? Can I, I think you're? I think you're wrong. And everybody, everybody glossed over the obvious thing. But when a pop, when pop music comes out, that that's the go-to. Like the old line, like there will always be boy bands as long as there are teenage girls. Um, he he missed by twenty years. Like thirty-four-year-old girls are. Oh sure. Because sure. To fourteen-year-olds. She's, she's practically old. a grandmother. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. She's like Paula Abdul of our time. So, who was who was a granny pop star when I was like Madonna? into the Spice Girls? Madonna. There you go. No, I loved Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Alanis Morissette? Uh uh no, not yet, but she was close. Do you know I 
I just saw this morning, and the Taylor album is very good. Um, I I love how she how she promotes, and I think she took that from when she got into Game of Thrones. Then mm. she just started to do all these Easter egg things. You want to do House of Dragon spoilers too? Uh, we can. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, do you know who else? And I don't know if it's if it's audacity and courage or stupidity. And when you don't know, it's probably both. Carly Rae Jepsen dropped the, uh, uh, an album the same day as Taylor Swift. Stupidity. Okay. Stupidity. <laughs> like, I f- completely forgot about her until you just said something and probably haven't even heard the song. That was a dumb move. And the only reason anybody probably would have talked about it is because she had the audacity or stupidity to do it stupidity. on the same day as Taylor. What a terrible label she has that allowed her to do that. Like, I feel like there is... I've watched enough TV shows where they talk about album releases and you can't do it on this day, you can't do it on this day, this is a perfect sweet spot, and then, okay, we're going to delay your album release for another two weeks because Beyonce just released her album. Like, don't be an idiot. That was yeah. not smart. Two two last things on the Taylor thing. One, somebody, uh, a friend had said that she called it pop, and she's not really, I don't think she's really a pop music fan. And then I listened, and I was like, sure, fine. Um a lot of it sounds like it came out of Stranger Things, or maybe Stranger Things got really kind of. It's it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark and introspective. Huh? And I mean, she said this was from her staying up in the middle of the night. That's why it's to called Midnight. Demons. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, I but I don't I don't even know what I call it. Like when I think of pop, I think of like somebody like Shawn Mendes. Yes. Um, now oh. look, pop is pop is almost the genre where things go to. Like you're never actually. Pop music. Pop used to be this big, right? Like in sync, dirty pop. Mm-hmm. And now it's uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. Nicki Minaj. Uh, uh, those country singers. Lizzo. That, but what about the country singers that are like dipping in there now? Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Um, anyway, yes. Like pop means popular. Like you remember when Florida Georgia Line did a song with Nelly? They're all and we really were like, good. What? They're all really good. You know, so nowadays pop is literally everything. So I, my thought was that this was not pop. You can call, if you, I'm not going to argue anybody on that, but Taylor is her own genre. She's like a folk, like she's a romance genre. Like I don't think love song, I mean love songs have a genre, but you don't hear much of it. Like she's like a folk kind of I don't know. I'm not a fan. Of Taylor Swift? Of the genre. But I'll listen to it. But you know what I you know what throws me off? For the music that she plays, her concerts don't line up with who I feel like she is. Like that from if you see her in concert, which I've never seen, but I've seen videos, she's wearing like these Beyonce style leotards and yeah. she's trying to dance, but she's so stiff and it's it makes me uncomfortable. You you have to do that uh, yeah. for three hundred dollar tickets. Yeah, and for the people that go to these concerts, yeah. though, too. Yeah. The other thing of this is, I'm assuming there will be new music. But then again, the dudes that did it last year, now they're older, so they didn't have new music, and that makes sense. But I think this bodes well and is kind of a blueprint for what we can get from Rihanna as she's doing the Super Bowl. I'm so excited. For yeah, Rihanna. me too. I am so excited for Rihanna. Didn't they think Taylor was doing the Super Bowl and then it came out that it was Rihanna? 
I think some people, myself included, said, well, there's only two people who haven't done it who could do it, and it was one of these two. Well, Rihanna said no a couple of years ago. Like, she was aggressively against doing the Super Bowl, so. She said it was the Colin Kaepernick thing. Yes. I think it was because at that point in time, the NFL was asking to be paid for it. Oh. Well, I also feel like it was some of the Colin Kaepernick thing, but I'm excited to see her Super Bowl because this is going to be the first time we've seen her do anything since she, like, was headfirst into Fenty and then had her baby and just lived her like private life. So I, I'm, I, I mean, I can't be more excited because really what music is she going to play unless it's new music or right. it's like a throwback concert again. And I thoroughly enjoyed last year's throwback concert. So I, um, I heard the second, the second Beyonce single is cuff it. I love cuff it. Of course it is because it's all over TikTok. Yeah. I, I don't, but I don't like that. I don't, okay. Go ahead. One, I don't like that song. And two, and granted, she doesn't have to do this because she has more money than humanity. And she doesn't <laughs> she doesn't need anything. And I know there's another maybe album in, in the pipeline somewhere, but how quickly this backed off of being a part of pop culture is kind of surprising. And maybe that's to do with, again, she's kind of a grandmother to who drives pop culture now. Yeah, and I mean, it had its moment the entire summer. Was its moment? Did it have that? I feel like it did. Like I feel like she had her moment where she was the spotlight of conversation for most of the summer because the album came out in June, which was around, no, it was late July. Wasn't I thought it, it was June. No, I thought it was around Pride. Oh no, Renaissance. Oh the, no, the song. The came song out. did, but the, the album. Was, yes. Yeah. Okay, but she, I think she has more parts of this album yeah. that have yet to come out. So obviously, like, fine. I don't like that nowadays your singles have to hit TikTok first. Yeah. The snippets have to hit TikTok because we're so those of us that watch TikTok are so oversaturated by like the Cuff It challenge that I don't I don't think that's a good idea for that to be the single because it's like it's played out already before it even hits the airways for me. It's an interesting um dichotomy it of It doesn't make sense. The I could use 5,000 words on how TikTok has changed the music business. And and it has. And I'm mm-hmm. trying this this TikTok is probably as potent and influential as YouTube Napster. Mm, I would say you Oh, for music? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz like that that changed everything. It changed the entire business model. I mean, I know this is off track, but like TikTok really if I need to learn how to do something, if I need information on something, I go to TikTok. Yeah. It's very strange because I enjoy looking at a little 30-second snippet or two-minute video or even seeing how many people are talking about the same thing than going to YouTube and having to sift through which videos I like. TikTok is just easier. So if I need to learn how to remove a mirror from the bathroom vanity, TikTok. If I want to learn how to make my centerpieces look better, TikTok. If I want to know why my period's two and a half weeks early, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Literally for everything. It's like I, I'm blown away by it, but I like dive headfirst into it, it, it also. <laughs> it, it is it is that. So, I mean, the influence not just on music, but on, on culture at large. Right. It's I, insane. I, I In a lot of ways, I feel left out, which is fine. I, because again, I've you know for the thousand, I just don't like watching videos. I know, I, but I want to send you so many, and, and you just never... don't don't bother. Oh, don't bother. Please. I I just want to read it. It's my love language. I and I don't I don't, I don't understand that language. Oh, fine. So sorry. I'll find another for you. Um, another thing I found out about myself 
Saturday, uh, I was running around trying to keep my myself going because I had the dog costume contest. Yes, where I I was in, I intentionally took a picture of that dog in the jeans from that angle because when I looked at the picture, I was like, that looks like a person. <laughs> it really did look like a person. Did that dog win the contest? I don't. It won. Yeah, I think it won best original or homemade. There weren't. There was only like twenty dogs. Yeah, but it, it was. It was a Where good was little it this time year? at the Humane Society. Okay. I guess Levis Commons was giving uh, Lynn from Three Dogs a bit of a hard time. Really, don't know why. Huh. Um, then I was trying to kill some time before going to Jeff's thing. Uh, Jeffy McGee had his service. I don't know what it was. It was in a church, but it was in the basketball part of the church. A the, memorial, maybe. A memorial. Yeah, it was just mm-hmm. a bunch of people. People talking. Some people uh, don't like full blown services. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't know if. I was in the right room or not. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I'm running some errands. Mm-hmm. In the same way that I had this aha moment in my 30s, like, I don't like going out on the weekends. I would much rather, like, if somebody called me up after work down, when I lived downtown and said, meet me at the Dirty Bird on Tuesday, I'm ex- I'll am I'll go. If they do the same thing on a Saturday and there's a ball game, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoy my targeting on Tuesdays, much more than Saturday. It was so busy. See, I'm the opposite because during the week, like on days like today, I may have time to go run some errands, but I have no energy for it. And I don't have that kind of work schedule where I can go do it during the day because my days are always so jam-packed. So I'm really forced to do things on the weekends. But then like, I come off of a weekend like this weekend where I came home on Friday and I didn't leave my house again until one o'clock on Sunday. And even then, like I couldn't even drive myself home because I was so tired. So granted, I wasn't feeling well at all this weekend, but I had FOMO all weekend though. Like I, like I was forced to be in the house and I didn't want to be. But then when I am not forced to be in the house, I want to be. Mm-hmm. That's life. <laughs> you know, like I, I wish I was more like you where I could go out during the week and do things and then just leave my weekends to relax. And maybe every now and then, I mean, you and I are the same where it's kind of like every now and then we'll just we'll like agree to do something on a Saturday night or a Sunday afternoon. But rarely. you had to get married for me to go out. I did. Did you have a nice time at your wedding? Yes. I had a nice time. Was it worth it? Are we doing your Halloween party this year? No. It would be this weekend if we did. Yeah, no, we're not. Sorry. Can you make deliveries of your candy corn martini? I haven't even made any. <laughs> and I'm kind of ready for Halloween to be over because I'm kind of, I should just reveal, I should just make the big reveal that I haven't had any candy corn in months. And at this point, I just like terrorizing people about it. But I'm done, <laughs> I'm done opening up my social feeds and seeing people you tag You did it to shit. yourself. I know. I know. Um, do you follow the Instagram account for the love of old houses? No. Can you open it up real fast? It, yes, I can. Some I, Several people sent me this. Is it local? No, but that's why they sent it to me. Um, it's a... It's a big deal. I, was, I assumed it was since several people sent me. There's 557,000 followers. Their line is connecting old house lovers to their dreams. Oh, wow. Look did, at this one. Did you find it? This first one? Uh, is it a White House? In Toledo? Yeah. Beautiful. Give me some thoughts. Um, Love every... I would live in this. This is beautiful. It, Can we buy it together and share? 350000 Yeah. So, it looks 
really big from the pictures on the inside. And I know it says like 1.38, 1. 1.39 square feet. Yeah, like that's huge. Yeah. What I can't wrap my head around is. Look at the back. Yeah. The it, entertainment it, space. Yeah, it's like they built their own little pavilion. That that school is like not far from start. And like the start, why? And it's 2333 Tremainsville. I can't picture where that is for a house in that area to be that big. It's probably closer to the state line. Um, I don't think so. I think it's farther from it, actually. Uh, no. I mean, I'm familiar with that area because I used to work over there a lot. Um, but. Oh, oh, it's right down the street uh, from the Tremainsville Hall, which I think is where the gym, the Planet Fitness I used to go to is at. Yeah, it's right in that area. It's not near this. It's uh, Tremainsville and Melwood. Interesting. Near Toledo Pet Bull Project. Um, yeah, it's near that. It's right near that big intersection. Yeah, I. I mean, I love that house, but I don't know if I love the. I mean, that I don't know if it's going to sell in that area. If that makes any sense, yeah. like that's probably the only downfall. Is that area is just continuing to decline. It's an oasis. The house is an oasis, and I would love it. Um, but I don't think they're going to get that much for it. I did you I like the bathroom a lot. You can probably figure I do out love why. The, bathroom, the shower. Uh just I, I love the clean, modern look of it. The floor is I get it. They were going for contrast with that very busy floor. But yeah, the the white tile with the, the dark grout, like that's totally my kind of bathroom. As people would say, it's a it's porn shower or something like that. <laughs> How do you feel about uh they continually have corgi meetups and they don't invite you? They do invite me, I just don't go. And I'm like, am I a pretentious asshole? Like, what's wrong with me? I'm glad I didn't go because Thomas and I would not have liked that crowd at all. Like, there was so many people. Did you see pictures? I didn't. I, I saw the video. Oh, my God. So many people. Where was it at? Uh, Middle Grounds, which is where we normally go on the small dog side. Everybody was in, co- uh, like, everybody was in costume. Um, but it was just an obnoxious amount of people. Look at all those people. There's a lot of corgis here. Oh my god! Well, I think because there's probably some that come from miles away, like like at least an hour away, because you're not going to get another corgi meetup unless you go to Columbus or Cleveland or, or Detroit. Detroit. But even Detroit, the Michigan corgi meetup is all over Michigan, not right. just Detroit. Um, so yeah, you, is it possible that you would take the wrong dog home because they they yes. all look so much alike? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. The only difference is, like, how weird would they be acting? For Sunny, Sunny's probably the biggest to the chubbiest. My baby girl's pretty chubby. Um, I just, I can't, I can't pull myself to go. I just can't. <laughs> I feel bad. My poor dogs aren't socialized. Sunny is, but. I would, I would love for you to uh, stereotype the people who own corgis. Like, a- a- after you went to one. And be like, yes, they are as pretentious as you'd think. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. I the, feel like Thomas and I stick out like a sore thumb. The uh, Ruby's dad, Josh, had told me that somebody said to Ruby before, you're God's mistake. Because um, the guy, apparently a person, had never seen a corgi before and wasn't used to seeing a dog without a tail. Oh, and, and how, little legs. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of had that thought in my head at one of the dogs at the contest on Saturday because... 
I guess it was a bulldog, and maybe I don't. I'm not familiar with the, those kind of bull. Mm-hmm. It was all like wrinkly faced, um, had a snorting issue, and a small tail. It's almost like it was like a bulldog or a pit bull mixed with a pug. Was it a Frenchie? I don't know. Bill, I mean, bulldogs, English bulldogs have no tail, and they do have this smush- one is the, the squirrely one, squirrely little pug tail. Oh, maybe it was a Frenchie. Um. The dog's name was Mr. Andrews. No first name, Mr. Andrews. Oh. And I think I I think we gave him an award. He he was dressed as Willy Wonka. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I can't. We uh the one category that we had a hard time with was scariest outfit. None of them were vampire. There was one that was a, dr- a dragon. Um but they were wearing prisoner outfits. So I had to rationalize it with we don't know what they did. So I said that I was going to dress Pete up as a dragon and give him some dragon wings because he's so fast. Um, And, you know, I give my animals personalities and (laughs) Pete just runs around so fast. Like, could you imagine him trying to jump off the couch to make his wings work? (laughs) He also has a cape, a very gay one. In fact, it's a rainbow cape uh, for pride. He loves it. How do you have the wings? Mm -hmm. I mean, take them out trick or treating. No, we it, no, I don't take them anymore. I guess I could. We used to take them with the boys, but it's um, a hassle. One last thing, and then we will do dragon stuff. Have you spoken to your brother up in Sterling Heights? Yeah, outside? I was just with him on Sunday. Has he told you about how many people are stealing? In the malls? Yeah. No. A lot of people are stealing, so I have another one of my zany ideas. No, but it doesn't surprise me because like most malls have a hands-off policy. Mm. Like There was some theft that I knew about around the corner over here at Kroger, and the person wasn't even arrested. Right. And it's like, then what's what's happening? Like what? And, and people, young people, young people primarily, are picking up on it, and they're like, well, forget it. We're just going to steal all this stuff from Sephora and call it a day. I... I, I immediately had thought of, and I think we all know a lot of people who work in retail places, and I'm well aware of, like, they're actively told to not do anything. Right. Between that and the rent to security, not having a whole lot of authority or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the Wild West, and I don't know what kind of charges these people are ever hit with if and when they're caught. So I have one of my, hey, let's pay you not to shoot that person idea. No. Let, let's... Let's put someone at the at the uh, let's designate an employee, and you instead of letting that people letting the people steal the stuff, stop them and say, "Look, I know I know what you're doing. How about we save you the headache of potentially getting caught and whatever else, and we're gonna bargain." No, <laughs> no, because these these kids don't want to pay for anything. I and, know, and you can you can give them money, you can incentivize them here, incentivize them there, and it's just not going to be enough. It's just not going to be enough. I don't know what is going on. We haven't put our finger on it yet. There's just something. Everything is changing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. housing is changing, workforce is changing, crimes are changing. I have nothing to say. There was no. There was another community leaders uh, meeting today to stop all the gun violence. Really? Yeah. We should have went. We missed it. it well, Cardi was there. Uh, oh. Um. I mean, I thought we were just going to pray the guns away, but hey. <laughs> no, I and my brother would not be the one to ask because if you remember when we were in California, some young man stole an old lady's purse, and my brother hopped in his car and chased him down. So. But he's at the mall, so this was at a Ralphie's at a grocery store. 
But what is his role at the mall? He's the GM. Right. I figured he he would know. Ask him next time. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a wave of crime. I will ask him. I mean, I'll be interested in what he has to say about it. I think there was like a shooting at a Michigan mall just like last week. Um, but it wasn't his, so thank goodness. Um, all right, spoiler time. Mm. Um, I Turn I, away now if I, you don't want Dragon I Spoilers. extremely high grades, like, pro- like probably in the A range for House of the Dragon. I am... Like all of the feelings I had last night and then I started to reflect on just like I caught myself watching the show like with my jaw to the floor at some points and then at other points I got goosebumps at least three times in last night's episode. But the entire series so far, it just it like remember when we they had the first episode and I was like, I'm so happy this franchise is back. I'm so happy this franchise is back. Like the fact that they ever thought about leaving us is dumb. It was dumb. It really was. You can make so much money off of this. Mm-hmm. Why would you why would you keep us from this level of entertainment? <laughs> like why? Remember, I mean it was it was a sad ending. Like sad as in not entertaining and fans were upset as the last series ended. If Fast and the Furious can continue on <laughs> past their People uh, expiration movie, date, so can Game of Thrones. <laughs> I get why people were upset, and that's why it had to go away for as long as it did. Um, but it was a really, even though, Ugh. even though we all knew that the first season was lots of table setting, yeah. Um, and if you don't set the table real well, you might not get as many seasons as you want. So it was right. somewhat of a risk. There was really only there was one name actor. Um, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. And I give like uh, Patty Considine like like a little bit the king, um, but that it was all new faces. Otherwise, uh, Allison Hightower has been in a couple movies that I've watched before, and her father Otto Hightower has been in a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, so we'll make it two. Uh, yeah. He and Patty Considine can mm-hmm. can form one full character. Mm-hmm. But but otherwise, actor. yes, yeah. So it was, it was a lot of risks, and I think it was. And I know the the time jump irritated some people, but when they when they got back to the time, when when, when they settled into a certain period, mm-hmm. and after you grasp, well, that person aged fast, and that one didn't age like the other one did. Like I thought, all the performances were really good. Oh, uh, like I just, I so well done. Um, the the nuances in it as well, like Rhaenyra. Um, there was a scene last night where Rhaenyra had she, so it was after she lost her baby, and then she was crowned queen amongst her supporters and she was coming to the war table and she looked at her stepdaughters, Damon's daughters, and she like just she just kinda gave him the head nod and was like, You're joining me up here. I'm gonna teach you girls. Like, you know what I mean? It was all the nuances just gave me everything I needed in life yesterday. I had so many emotions and I realized I'm like, this is why I don't get any sleep on Sunday nights. Yeah. The last two months at least. That's one of the reasons why I have not stayed up for because it. it gets you all wired up because you're thinking lots oh, of things. So I, I mean, I was crying last night, so I did cry in last night's episode, and it was not um, for the scene where she was giving birth. It was the final scene, and then I was like, "Why would they do this to us?" But then at the same time, look what they did to like Ned Stark and, and oh, the Starks yeah. and so many. I'm like, this is this is such a unique like story and franchise that it cannot be beat. Like the people that. The complaints early on in the season, 
especially the ones of people complaining about losing certain characters. I'm like, you really are new to new to Game of Thrones. Like, don't get attached to anybody. But I wasn't attached. I not just, you, not you. Yes, but I, I like I just. The entire time, I was like, oh my God, he's scared, but he's going to do it for his mom. And, you know, like you're the young boy and you're ready to go and, and start taking some ownership. But he was terrified and then it was storming. I'm like, could he have gone to a different place? And then when Vagar was there, I'm like, oh. And then when you saw the sheer size of Vagar, which I knew Vagar was gigantic, then I love the fact that Vagar was flown by a woman <laughs> until, until stole her. she wasn't anymore. But uh, like it just gave me everything I needed. And then it also gave me the frustration that I am all too used to feeling, knowing that we don't get to see another season again until 2024. And I really feel like that's probably not appropriate because this isn't like this is this is Game of Thrones where it's all right. We're starting to wrap things up. So we're going more in depth like this. This is just a series like any other. Why can't you come back in 2023, like in a year? I hadn't seen when the next season was going to be. It better be January of 2024. Yeah, if, if anything, it better be. If anything, remember, because Game of Thrones was typically a spring show. It better be January. Um, Somebody had a really good line. First of all, I'm glad that um, Lu- Luceris. Luceris, Luke. I'm glad he and, was that Erexis? Erex? Rexus. I'm glad they went out the way they did and it wasn't drawn out and painful. Like, I'm glad it was just a big snatch. And somebody wrote the line because that, that seemed like we all felt like him. First of all, and the most unrealistic on this show is thinking that anybody can stay on a dragon while it's in the air. Absolutely implausible. <laughs> um, it was like a Jaws scene. It was awful. And, and it was the first time. And they set it up that way in that when... When Luke got back on his dragon and he said, like he was talking to his dragon and he said, serve me, serve me. So he was talking to his dragon and he was like, follow my commands, serve me, Seraxis or whatever. And then Eamon said the same thing. And so I said, these dragons probably, they don't have control over these dragons. These are not like Drogon and um, Daenerys dragons. And I was like, this is interesting because... That I mean, it really was the dragons that were fighting, not them. Right. I mean, but Eamon was a dumbass by, what were you going to do? Like, cut his eye off in the air like that? Like, jump on his dragon? I, I And for the whole show, his few minutes was definitely the most fascinating of the, of the episode for me. And maybe of the whole season. Because like I told you when yes. we were texting... Um, I think he just wanted to scare the shit out of him because that's his uncle, right? That's his cousin. It's cut. Are you sure? His uncle. Well, however the hell they're related, um, I think he his cousin. I think he just wanted to scare him, and the eye thing wasn't actually going to happen. And then that's why I think he really did have an oh shit moment when, uh, when the dragon ate. That those two, because he didn't want to do. I think he just wanted to show them who was in charge. And to be quite honest, with how upset he was yes. that Aegon got to be the king, I thought yes. something else was potentially going to come out of that. And maybe it, it might have had it not played out the way that it did. It's I I have to look back at the original show, but to see we're in these awful positions because of two terribly avoidable things. One, um, Allison. Heard the wrong words My from a, from a dying man. Blind loyalty. Two, 
as her dad, as Viserys foreshadowed in the first episode, you really don't control a dragon, and that's why he was so so shitting himself. So I don't know why Aemon has been wearing the eye patch because that eye is really cool looking. The sapphire, it's, it's yeah, very like uh, Terminator. I like it. Um, I remember in the first few episodes when Eamon was a little boy before he got Vagar, he seemed to be more level-headed and like frustrated but not mean like he was the one that would tell his brother like grow up or when his brother was really rude to Helena and he's like that's your wife like you need to treat her better than that so Eamon was showing these like abilities to be more like his mom in some ways because Allison there's nothing wrong with Allison, in my opinion. She just has blind loyalty. She was way too loyal to what she was supposed to be doing. And she hated everybody who wasn't. Like, you know what I mean? So he, he reminded me of his mom a little bit. And that was the only thing that maybe made me feel better was when Luke, poor Luke, was chomped out of the sky and was plummeting back to Earth. First of all, Thomas was like, Eamon's going to go get him. I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's, he's dead. Gone. Yeah. He's gone. Did you not see the blood? Um, and then... Like when you saw his face, like I don't know if it, it was a face of like some people will say he just realized the mistake that he made. I think he also realized that he had killed a, a little boy. And did you know Eamon is supposed to be 16? Yeah, the ages are all, are all out of whack. Stop it. Like the a 14 year old and a 16 year old look like a 35 year old and a 12 year old, a 14 like, year old. And that's why there was so much emotion in there. And I think all, all along they have built that character in very complex ways like, I think we, we were supposed to think from the outset that Damon was the, the wild card and the complicated one. But ever since Eamon aged up, he's been the, the complicated one. And I think he'll be the wild card in the future. And I think you're right about um, Allison and her longtime friendship with mm-hmm. Rhaenyra. I didn't, I thought that note she was handed was, was a note of something of, you know, um, a war or whatever. It was from the book that she had ripped out a page of when they were younger. Mm, mm. It was so probably her it, trying to... It shows that they still... Branch. Yeah, they, they still have a connection. Oh, of course they do. I mean, I know that Allison... Again, Allison is like um, in chains to to like what you're supposed to do at all times, and that's why she has such a hard time. I also think that there's some... like. Uh, uh, extra amount of love between her and Rhaenyra because they were pretty close mm-hmm. early on. Like it gives me queer LGBTQ vibes. If and I and it would make sense to me. Like you know, it would just make complete sense. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have no words. I just I loved it so much, and I am sad that it's over. I'm probably gonna rewatch it again. Damon. Okay, so Damon. So Damon ticks me off i i i hate how game of thrones will ha- make you hate a character make you love them and yeah. then make you hate them again i, I and think that's the best part of the show in one swoop all it took was one chokehold to then make you hate damon again yeah. and it was like this was going so well but you're like here you go losing control and you choke up rhaenyra what is wrong with you great great uh, what was, what was I saying in the last two, what was, what happened in the last two episodes? There was something that. They introduced us to a new dragon that's probably going to have a large role. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that they said that's, that's Baylor or something. I, the, the something. For this show. But one of the big old ones. I don't care about any of the dragons. Really? They're, they're just pawns to me. I love the dragons. I, and for like this season, cause there was very little 
physical conflict, the talking in ornate rooms was really powerful. So I, I don't need the dragons. Mm-hmm. I, but I forget what happened in one of the last two episodes. It was one of the things where people were complaining again. But I'm guessing sometime today I'll come across a lot of articles. Rainies. Rainies. What happened to her? She got her dragon out of the pit. And she flew, oh, no, she that. almost lit them. She could have lit them on fire, but she did it. Oh yeah, well that that was definitely uh, annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's fascinating to watch as well. But giving birth to a dead baby was was right up there with weird shit that's been on that show. I feel like it wasn't. Like I I feel like it was. I don't I don't know. And and Thomas believes that like so it, obviously it's unclear. And Thomas is like she's going to be angry because. Uh, Alicent and and at the the Greens killed her baby and I'm like um but it was a stillborn but it also looked like it had some deformities which could speak to the fact that she had a baby with her uncle yeah um but and I don't know if it was her first no it wasn't her first uh, baby with Damon because she had Viserys um you keep track of this much better than I do it, yeah I think she had already had like two or three kids with Damon. But they weren't on least, screen much, or right? Or at least two. The one was when she went to see her father while he was basically on his deathbed. And she oh, said, I right. want to introduce you to Viserys. Um, but she also had Aegon. So she had a baby named Aegon too from Damon. So they had already had two kids. But this one, you know, he's like, oh, she's really going to be angry. And I said, you know, the stress of what's going on could have put her into early labor. But mm-hmm. it looked like her baby had already had some defects or deformities already. Um but I did like I, I remember we I watched the behind the scenes, which always happens after the episode. And I had gotten the same vibe like I had felt so much frustration because I felt like she was being left out and she was missing out. And like here she is like a prisoner to her body because you can't stop childbirth when this is the, the one time you should be in the room and you can't be. And so I felt like left out for her. I was so frustrated because her womanly body she couldn't get out of it. Like she, there was nothing she could do, you know, but, and she, I don't know, like she didn't want any of the nurses and she did it all herself and then wrapped the cloths. Like the silent mm. sisters didn't even do it. And I'm just like, God, I love Rhaenyra. Like I love Emma yeah. who plays Rhaenyra, all of it. I'm, I am like swooning over this entire series. They're, and the they're characters. You can interpret it so many different ways, but to me, uh, her behavior after that and approaching the war was very Lincoln-like, mm-hmm. like Abraham Lincoln. Because mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln, like if you didn't know, wasn't exactly anti-slavery until Frederick Douglass kind of slapped him around a little bit and then he needed soldiers. Yeah, He was all like, if you read any Lincoln stuff, it's preserve the Union, preserve the Union, preserve the Union. Like he never believed that you could leave, that you could... Um, the Confederacy could leave the United States. You just couldn't do that. And Rhaenyra was much the same way in my eyes. Like, we're not going to war. We're not going to war. We're everybody else. And I think Rhaenys said this. There's a table of men out yep. there and they're all deciding to go to war and you want to hold it together. I thought that was... She was the only one with a level head. Yeah. I agree. And I, that's how she got the respect of Rhaenys because Rhaenys originally didn't care for her, obviously. Um, and Rhaenys was the one that came to her husband and said, no, we need to do this. And then there were the scene where her husband had finally came down, which I was so happy that he survived, by the way, because he was a good character that I didn't want to lose. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you now have Damon who is like losing it, but he still holds it together and he's got tons of experience with wars. And then you have Lord Corliss who's back and you have Rhaenys and you have obviously Rhaenyra with the level head, but 
I just want to see more and I want to see more right now. I can't. So can somebody, I need somebody, you find somebody for me or somebody listening, tell me where I need to start reading the books. So you know how like it's easy when you when it was like, I don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey where I watched the first book and I knew exactly what next book to start. What book do I start and where so that I can, like at this point, I just need to keep going. And obviously the books tell you almost everything you need to know and I can't wait anymore, so... You, there are a lot of books. I know it, and I'm ready for them. Please. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. I, I'm ready for the, I'm happy with the warm weather this week. I still can't hear out of my ears. It was awful. I was pretty sick this weekend. You, you have done a lot to your body. You needed like a vacation from your weddingcation. I think so, and I feel bad because like people at work are like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, oh, "I feel awful." Um lot going on this week so tomorrow valentine we have a date maybe you're my date and we're gonna go support our majda good luck to maj and the rest of the nominees all 130 of you is there 130 i think there's 130 there was close to 300 last year they did tell us how many there was last year and it was close to 300 it was insane and um I know this year, because of 2020 and 2021 was virtual, somehow the both classes will be brought up on stage in some way. Um, so I will, I mean, you will see me on stage for something, um, but I'm really there for, to support Maj because I'm excited for her nomination and she really deserves it. A lot of people really deserve it. There's probably some people who don't deserve it at all. But... Fine. <laughs> but yes, you're correct. A lot of people do really deserve it, but I'm here for Maj. And some others that are nominated that I don't maybe don't I have to look again. Oh, uh, Katie, Shelley, Katie's nominated. Mm-hmm. Katie really deserves it too. Um, a bunch of people I can't name them, but good luck to all of them. I hope to have a drink tomorrow and enjoy myself. What else can I tell you? Oh, um, are you doing trick or treating with the the boys this week? I am. What are Aunt- they dressed up as? Auntie Kitty is coming out to play. Uh. <laughs> you don't know or you can't say I feel like I knew it at one point I think one is Iron Man and then the other one is Kid Danger who's that some Netflix TV show okay he's a kid superhero when's their trick or treating Monday next Monday the Good. Halloween day yeah yeah and that's it you want to come no Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye.